Adam Cravens, and Jane Ellen watch more movies each month than most people do in a year. Parental Guidance Suggested reviews new movies in theaters with no spoilers promise. These film nerds know their stuff. Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And I have been waiting for this. Now, we, we kind of went back and forth on this because I immediately messaged you after getting out of this film. I know. Um, I, I felt a, a burning like sensation like, like I had just eaten like Tabasco-flavored something or a, a, a ghost pepper. Um, wow. Oh, hey. Before yeah. you... Yes? Oh, sorry. What? That was a different one. It's like, that can't be right. Hold on. I've never heard the term mega flop before. Oh, it's it's vicious. Uh, uh for for those for those uninitiated, we are talking about uh Universal's Doolittle. Oh, ow, ow, ow. So it cost 175 mil to And this make. is this is before marketing or like anything else is thrown. So it, it more than likely you're talking about a 200 million plus budget after marketing is factored into that. After 4 days it made 29.5 million. Now I I will say this for Robert Downey Jr. This is probably not the film you wanted to follow up to the highest grossing like this is like the anti-end game right True. here. True. And it, but as I recall, when I looked up all the talent involved, it's it's a stellar voice cast, correct? Oh yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Like um when you and I were talking about it, basically if you were not a a B or A list actor, like they didn't they didn't even look at your resume for this. There's no up and comers in this. Like you are an established star. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You are a name that whenever I say it, like people recognize that name. Yeah. Like, again, you you have the star of last year's highest grossing film of all time um, spent nearly uh, $175 million before marketing is thrown in there. Um, and wow, this this film is awful. Now, I will be honest with you, because when we spoke about it last, I was excited about it in that I love the story of a man that can talk to animals. Well, the- however, however, deep in my gut, I had the feeling that this was a dumpster fire. This, this, it is a concept that is ripe for interpretation or mm-hmm. reinterpretation. Like the uh, the Eddie Murphy, uh, I think it was nineteen ninety eight, made two hundred ninety four million. And it was, it was. I mean, it's not a great movie, but mm-hmm. like it was, it was tolerable. I think I worked at an after school program. Like I saw it a couple times. Not a bad movie. It's not, not. It's not forty eight hours. It's not Beverly Hills Cop, but like it was amusing. <laughs> I would now, now that I've said that, I want to. I <laughs> See, want Axel Foley yeah. <laughs> with animals. Yeah, just uh. cursing animals. Eddie Murphy <laughs> doing really racy jokes. Now that is a Doolittle that I would watch right there. Or, I mean, even the the original. I'm just saying, like, it's an interesting concept, right. and this film throws all of that, all of it away. Like Robert Downey Jr. easily one of the most charismatic, uh, entertaining, talented actors working today. Th- this right here, what is first of all, is there any singing? No, no, okay. no. Um, basically, what That's M. Night, what M. Night Shyamalan did, M. Night Shyamalan directed no. this, what he did with Will Smith and After Earth. This is the equivalent of what they did to Robert Downey. Like, I don't remember smiling 
during this movie. And I remember just try. I was like, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm tired or maybe I'm hungry. Like there's gotta be a reason I'm not, it's Robert Downey. Like loved him in Tropic Thunder, Mm -hmm. loved him in the judge. Like I've, I have enjoyed essentially like everything like this guy has done. And if I don't love it, I can find something I enjoyed about what he was doing. Now, my memory of the first one with Rex Harrison, if I could talk to the animals, learn their languages. Um, he was trying to find a giant moth and it was an adventure. He was trying to find this animal to talk to. And that was pretty much the whole story. He was going on a voyage, animals, and that's all I remember. Now, the one with Eddie Murphy, he was a vet, correct? He was still, he was, yeah, a doctor. And so, and something happened where all of a sudden he could understand what animals said, and then all the animals came to see him, which is not the same story as Doolittle, uh, the the one that I saw. Not exactly, yeah. But but still, it was a great, it was a fresh take on it. So what's happening here? Because it looks like it was set in the same time period as Rex Harrison's. I'm basing that on the hat. Um, it's even the story is kind of a befuddled bit of nonsense. Like it feels like they fall just backwards into every plot point like that they come so to. So Doolittle is established and Dr. Doolittle has always been able to talk to animals and ready, go. Is that uh, where we're at? Essential, I'm just saying in every new plot point, like at one point, um, they're like, oh, well, you need a, a berry from a tree that no one knows if it exists, and only Dr. Doolittle's wife, who went missing at the beginning of the movie, knew where it was. And we're like, wait, what? Magic berries. That's your that's your solution to save the queen. But it, It's for the queen. I'm just like... It sounds like somebody just mad-libbed the stupid plot to this movie. Like, every time you learn something else about it, it's as stupid and ridiculous as the last point. I kid you not. And I, I'm, I'm, I feel sort of bad because I feel like I might be ruining something for somebody. But Dragon Rectum is a major... Yes, you... Yes, yes. You heard what rectum. I said. Rectum. <laughs> Don't Dragon, even know him. <laughs> Dragon Rectum is a major major plot point in this and i'm just sitting there going i'm watching a 175 million dollar movie starring an academy award winner and winners a, oh yeah, yeah if you count the the voice cast dragon the, uh, the, the the director and the writer is uh the the guy that wrote uh siriana the one that um george clooney mm-hmm. was in like it, the, well, well Siriana is quite a different film from this. Granted, but I'm just saying, like, you can, uh, it, when I say that movie, you're like, oh, well, that's that's prestigious. Like, yeah. that was that was all awardsy and so stuff. So we're, we're Magic Berries, we're Dragon Rectum. Um, does he have a sidekick? Is is it a search for his wife, I guess? is the No, you would have thought that by the way that they no. established that point at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. Like, a talented screenwriter would have probably taken that thread and done something with it. I see. But we do get to meet her father later on. and well, apparently, that makes sense. Apparently, he's got, like, an island and a tiger and stuff. Is his name Jafar? No, no. But he, he's very Jafari. All right. I, so I, I I really can't find a part about this movie 
that like the only way I can describe it when I left the theater was that I was angry. <laughs> like I was just I was mad. That's how I left Mars Attacks. I was mad at the amount of talent that was wasted. Like I mean, the director. Uh, I think he also uh, wrote Traffic. I'm just saying, like you have just Oscar, just strewn all about this movie and universal put some serious like you can see that they spent money mm-hmm. on this movie but i have no i like i need to know who was just sitting there going yes yes i approve that decision yes i approve that decision you're listening to parental guidance suggested brought to you by hinson oakley family dentistry jane ellen talking to adam cravens about megaflop doolittle oh just I, I i really i cannot find enough words to describe how terrible like this is not even a well maybe maybe your kid you should show it to your kids when it comes out on dvd or something like i just i can't as, as a parent in good conscience Did i any of your children see it just no no don't i'm just saying avoid it just don't like wow it's it's dragon actually you know what dragon rectum is a really great um it's almost a metaphor uh-huh. for the film. Wow. Um, so I'm getting the idea that it is meandering. And is it lovely to look at? It, what type of CGI is it? Is it like I mean, the real life type looking stuff? Not not quite to the point of uh, Disney's recent like Lion King, mm-hmm. which it's not really a live action. It's really it's Andy Circus in any of them. Okay, no, he was not. He was not in this, or or he was, and then he saw what Drek it was, and he asked to be removed from the fi- <laughs> the final film. Like it just they're they're really like I said the the plot just doesn't make any sense. Or like at one point they're like, oh, th- no one's ever seen this island before, and I swear. I swear to all that's holy, they find it in like five minutes. <laughs> I'm just like, how was that? Like, if this had been an Indiana Jones movie, we would have established that at the beginning of Wait the movie. Minute. There would have been twists and like. The, I, I believe that was from the Rex Harrison thing. The island only appears every once in a while. No, it was just hard to find. Oh. But, but then it uh-huh. wasn't. That, okay. that, I guess that's what got me about it. They're like, oh, no one's, ever, no one's ever found the island before. And then. Here it is. Hey, right there. Right there. How has how nobody not seen this thing? Like, it it was behind some trees and fog. Like, if somebody would have just looked harder. Like, okay. So it wasn't like you didn't have to like put the staff of raw at like in at a certain point and then like it pointed at the city. Like, the, how far into this did you start to get angry? I I like I said about maybe twenty thirty minutes. Like when I'm just like, am. Did, did I not eat? Is my sugar dropping? Like, is that what my problem is? How's Ro- Robert Downey Jr.'s accent? Did that bother you? It uh, did. Was it necessary? No, I, I did not find that it was like just. And the man is gifted. I want. I, and people need to understand how gifted I think that man is. Like, mm-hmm. it, just serious. Uh, again, like both of us would gladly bear his children. Like, yes, yeah. I and I. I don't even know how I would go about exactly. doing that. But I would just be like, yes, sir. Absolutely, immediately, mm-hmm. and then go about figuring it. Probably by renting uh, 1995's Junior. Yeah, uh, that that would make it work out. So, um, wow, <sighs> sad. It it just it, yes, this movie will make you sad. Like just <laughs> just go go away from it. Like don't don't take your kids to see it. Like 
I, see, Frozen's probably still playing. Now, Take does, your kids to see does that. Does this make you want to see Cats to see which is worse? I, I can't. I, I mean, at this point, and if you would have told me that a Robert Downey Jr. movie that cost almost $200 million to make um, and was written and directed by an Oscar nominee would make me question going, well, maybe I should have saw Cats instead. Like that, at least that one had Ian McKellen uh, and Judy Dench. Like yeah. I could have, I could have made some kind of argument. Like maybe Cats was fun bad. Like it was just so yeah. stupid. I'm just like, oh, this is awful. I can't stop. It's, oh, look at this dumpster fire. But like mm-hmm. Doolittle was just such a waste of all manner of talent mm. and money. Like, okay. If they would have just given, like, they're they're going to take a bath on this. Like, yeah. Universal, there's no way they they break even on this. So there's they're not going to be a Doolittle section of the Universal Park. Man, I can't. Yeah, they're not they're not going to met like the the Lord of the Rings like addition they're doing to to Universal in Orlando. Like, they're not like we need to tear down uh, Harry Potter and we need to we need to not do the Lord of the Rings thing. Doolittle is where the money's at, kids. Do little, do 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 little, do little to entertain anybody. Like, oh, that's just sad. Uh, do you see anything else? I did, ah. and I I will tell you, um, this one I had a blast with. Like, I loved it. So you but saw I was, Little Women? No, oh no, Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> oh, like, and Will Smith is at his smithiest. In this, like it is the the initial two were directed by Michael Bay. This one is not. Uh, he's I think he's uh, produces and he has like a cameo in it. But this movie is all kinds. Like watching this makes me regret that it has been seventeen years since the previous Bad Boys movie. So then, what is the story? Are they out of retirement? Are they getting too old for this kind of stuff? Now Martin Lawrence insists that he is getting too like. For anybody that has not watched the Bad Boys movies, it's kind of like... um, What you gonna do? It's a lot like Lethal Weapon. Yeah. It's a lot like, if you want to kind of look at that that part, it's it's a buddy cop movie, but instead of uh, Mel Gibson and Danny Glover, it's Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Will Smith is playing the character that he played, like, largely in the the earlier part of his career, like, very similar to the character he played in Men in Black... Um, just that that cocky, like full mm-hmm. of bravado, like just going around like he owns it. And like this is the the role that he kind of originated it in. Uh, Bad Boys was his first like major motion picture. This is before Michael Bay had established himself as the the go to guy to blow things up. Um, Real good. And I'm like the 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 initial film in this trilogy is the one that kind of turned Will Smith into a movie. Now mm-hmm. Independence Day turned him into a mega movie star, but Bad Boys proved that this guy could hold his own like on the big screen Mm -hmm. martin lawrence has not been this funny in 20 years that's amazing like so this won the weekend i i I have not looked at the final numbers but i I know i know going into it uh i think they had like a 20 million dollar friday uh i know doolittle did not have a 20 million dollar friday no they did not bad boys three I want to say maybe 60, uh, 60, I think was the prediction. 59.2 okay. million. And uh, it was number one over the weekend. And evidently like it's done well enough. Like the actors were excited enough that Sony has already said that they want to fast track a fourth one. Mm-hmm. So instead of me being like nearly 60 
by the time they do another one of these, maybe we get one in five years. Mm-hmm. You'll just feel like you're 60. Yeah. Well, that's good. So do little is a hard no. Oh, my goodness. It's Bad just, boys oh, three. Like, like do little make you throw up in your mouth. Like d- just don't. Just don't. Bad Boys 3, like I said, I mean, he is, you, you've got the woo, you've got the ha-ha. Like, I'm telling you, like, this is vintage. He gets jiggy with Le- it. I don't think he ever says it. But, but he's clearly jiggy. But cl- if you will look, it, his body language is clearly jiggy. Okay. It sounds marvelous. It's, like I said, it's it's a big, it's a big, Not I don't want to call it a dumb action movie because it actually tackles a lot of. I don't want to call them issues, but there are some more mature themes in this that you really would not expect in a buddy cop movie. Um, like they're dealing with the fact that uh, their characters are getting older. Like you're talking about like uh, various aspect, aspects of like toxic masculinity. Like, you know, when, when is it? Well, that sounds hilarious. Well, I, I'm saying like <laughs> you've got a lot of underlying stuff, but like the script and, and this is not something I can really say about the first two bad boys movies. They're incredibly f- fun, but they're not well-written movies. Mm-hmm. The script for this film is actually pretty solid. And Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, th- their chemistry, which is what made the first two mm-hmm. movies like work, like period. Like there, there's a lot of like cool explosions and fast cars and stuff like that. But at the heart of those movies, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence's chemistry is what makes mm-hmm. them the thing that you want to see. And this, the third one is is no like separation from that. In the almost 20 years since they did the last one, these guys really haven't missed a step. And if if it is true that they're fast tracking a fourth one, like I'm in. That this is really is a a film series. We should have seen a new one like every four years. Um, comparative to what an action movie costs nowadays, like I want to say they got away with like maybe eighty ninety million dollars for this. Like mm-hmm. I can't see that this thing does not turn a profit for Sony. Um, and like I said, it's just w- with the two of these guys. Like I mean, maybe like let let let's say the fourth one's successful. Like they can start training like younger recruits. And like, as far as I can tell, Will Smith hasn't aged since 1990. Now, Martin Lawrence, Martin Lawrence is aged. Like you sit the two of them together. They look like the before and after picture, (laughs) like for like the, the, the Jenny Craig ads at this point. Like, you're just like, wow, Martin, you, uh, you have not been taking care of yourself, buddy. Uh, but like Will, Will Smith, like I said, they do get a good joke in there, uh, about, uh, Martin Lawrence pointing out to him and he's like, yeah, but you dye your goatee. And he goes, what? He goes, yeah, you dye your goatee so nobody can see those white hairs that are popping up. And he goes, you close your mouth. like. And then um, when w- one of them is hospi- hospitalized later, um, as he's in there and his partner is like kind of waiting it out with him, you see him pull out like this dye brush for mm-hmm. hair. And like while he's unconscious in the hospital bed, he starts painting his friends like goatee so no one will see that he doesn't like that it doesn't have like bits of like pepper yeah it's just like i said there's just it's a funny it's a funny movie the action is well done the chemistry like just works um it's just it's a it's a good movie that i would gladly watch again okay do the little no bad boys three yes and next week um the gentleman okay sounds it's got matthew mcconaughey it's gonna, you know, all you know, right, all right, you all know, right. at least the movie's gonna be all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And if you don't like it, 
be a whole lot cooler if you did. It would. All right, all right. You just can't stop saying that when you bring in Matthew McConaughey. I be, man, I bet he'd be fun. All right, all right. I bet he'd be fun to hang he out would. I bet that guy's a blast. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. You've been listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.